Welcome to our Day of the Reflection for this Saturday, August 26th. And today we have in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus upbraiding the scribes and the Pharisees, and he warns people, look, uh, don't do what they do, but do what they teach. In other words, they sit, as he says, in the seat of Moses. And of course, the, the Kisei Moshe is a seat in the synagogue from which the rabbi would teach from. And so Jesus recognizes and wants us to recognize the teaching authority that those who lead in the church have. But he warns that when you deal with people who are corrupt and um, vain and selfish, that you can't imitate the way they live their life if they're not living a holy life, but you have to hold to the teaching uh, of the Torah that they give, right? And so that's an important distinction. And then he's going to go on, he's going to, uh, you know, upbraid them for being blind guides and um, and other things. But one of the things he, he, he complains that these teachers aren't helping carrying burdens. They're not helping the people. And uh, But what really gets Jesus upset with the Pharisees and the scribes is, he says, all their works are performed, are done, to be seen by men, right? In other words, they're doing all their religious duties as a show to impress society, culture, and their peers. And, uh, and this is exactly counter to what Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 6, where he says, you know, when it comes to almsgiving, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Don't blow a trumpet to be seen, but do your almsgiving in secret that your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And he says the same thing about prayer and the same thing about fasting. And the danger, Jesus is pointing out, is that if we do these works of almsgiving and fasting and prayer and devotion in order to be seen to be devout and religious and noble and good by others, we're making others our audience and we're not making God our audience. And what Jesus wants us to understand is that we should have an audience of one, and that is God the Father. And so it's so important, and yet it's so hard because we are built in as Aristotle says, we're, uh, you know, man is a political animal. In other words, we're social by nature. And we want to be approved. We want people to like us. And we want people to see that we're too, we're, we're just as religious or even more than everybody else. And what Jesus wants us to realize is that don't perform for the world. Don't perform for others. If you want a great audience, make that my Father in heaven. Make Him your audience and do all these things for Him and then he will reward you in the end. And so I think what we have to do, what Jesus is telling us to do is reorientate. Who's your audience is the question. Because if your audience is the world and others and your coworkers and your fr friends and family, then you perform for them. But if your audience is only God, and that's who you really care about pleasing each day and that you think about how can I please the Lord? How can I please my Father in heaven? Then your performance will be tailored for that divine audience and it will please him. And so that's really the trick. And that's really what the wisdom Jesus is trying to give us today in these things. Now he'll tell his own disciples to be humble and be wary of this kind of vanity in religious leadership. And he'll say, you know, they like to be called rabbi and master. And he says, don't let, don't be called rabbi, don't be called father. Now, of course, we know that Paul will call himself a father to the Corinthians and to others and a father to Timothy. So it's not a literal, don't call anybody father, right? Don't call your earthly father, father, or even a priest, a spiritual father, as Paul will teach us. 
but don't have fathers who are your teachers religiously in the sense of their fathers in terms of originating teaching. There's one source of teaching, and that is God the Father and his Christ, Jesus. There's one source of teaching, and every priest and bishop is a spiritual father in the sense that they're a steward imitating and handing on that deposit of teaching. But we don't give our own spin to that teaching, and that's why we don't follow individuals as the origin and father of doctrine. So we're not Calvinists. Calvin fathered a particular approach. Luther fathered a particular approach of teaching. We are Catholic. We follow the teaching that was handed on by Jesus Christ and him alone. And that's what the church does. So John Paul II and all the popes said, I can't create new teaching. I don't have the authority. So St. John Paul II, for example, said, I can't make women priests. I can only do what was handed on by Jesus. And so that is the kind of spiritual authority in the church and why it's different from a fatherhood that is fathering an orig- you know, original teaching versus a spiritual fatherhood that is passing on the Father, God the Father's teaching. And that's an important distinction that we get in the gospel today. So may the Lord bless and keep you. To sign up and start receiving these daily reflections in your inbox every day for free, visit form.org daily and enter your email. You can watch these reflections in video format by visiting formed.org. Formed is an online Catholic streaming service created by the Augustan Institute and Ignatius Press with award-winning studies and parish programs, inspiring audio content, movies, ebooks, and family-friendly kids programming. To support the mission of the Augustan Institute, please visit missioncircle.org.